Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Family Podcast. We are on season two. That's right, season two of the Family Meeting Podcast. We're going to be diving into more of your questions, more of your topics, your issues, and having more family discussions. Today, obviously, it's your boy, Mr. Apex. I'm joined with... Hi guys, you're joined with T. Also got... Charlie. Uh, Last this one's confusing because some people know Mango, some people know Prince. What you know is what you know. Um, and yeah, I'm here, people. I'm here, I'm here. All right, cool. So, guys, today we've got T, we've got Charlie, we've got Mango, aka Prince. And as you might have discovered, um, we are on Zoom because we are still in lockdown when this is being recorded. So, if you hear any overlaps, if the, the Wi Fi starts doing higgy haggy, Guys, be patient. We are in a national lockdown. Alright, so T, I guess we haven't we haven't done a pod in a while, obviously season two. What what what's on the family meeting agenda today, man? Let's chat to them. Yeah, so today we're going to be discussing all things music. So we're so lucky um, to be graced by Mango, also known as Prince, because he's in the music scene, if you guys didn't know. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to discuss our favourite music artists, you know, how our tastes have evolved over time, and just, just that gen- the general music scene. Yeah. <laughs> Mango, aka Prince, what's your views, say, views, views on music? Um, Christians and music. Christians and music? Yeah. I, if I'm to be honest, I actually went on a call on Clubhouse one time. Um, yeah. And they're at, what's, what's, what's Clubhouse for those that don't know? For those that listen, they don't know what Clubhouse is. What is it? All right, so Clubhouse is an app, whereas a load of people you can go on. Of course, you can't see each other's faces, but you literally have like a vocal group chat. Yeah, like a vocal group chat, and you're like able to speak on there. Um, there's a main speaker that starts up the room. They can invite people to, to the stage to speak, um, or you'll be in the audience and you simply just listen. So, cool. yeah, yeah, come. So of course, was on that call, and bear in mind, like you're I'm on this call with, you know, a few few cool people in the game. So like, um, Happy's there, Governor B's on this call, um, and like we're all just talking, all talking about, okay, why is it that Christian music doesn't pop or bang the same way like other songs do? Like you'll have with your Stormzy, um, people, look, even like. Heady one, all these people, why does it doesn't pop? And it's they're saying that people do not have well, Christian music, it doesn't have that relativeness in a sense. Whereas we don't sit or talk about certain deep topics. Um, and that's like the biggest problem. <laughs> that's like the big <laughs> that's the biggest problem that we have with Christian music. Like, not to say that it's not great, it's it's awesome stuff, like worship songs, some of them that have vibes. But because it doesn't resonate as much, you always have people liking Christian music, but it always sink into other type of music that isn't as edifying for their spiritual life. So that's my thoughts on it um, in terms of Christian music. So, yeah. Now, do you know, I, I, I kind of agree with that. And part of me does. Uh, I, think the re- I, I think the reason why Christian music doesn't blow as much and I'm, I'm gonna word this completely like weird but i think it doesn't blow as much because majority of the people in the world 
I don't know if he actually said this, but majority of people in the world don't like relate. Like a lot of people want yeah. songs that they can just club to and want songs that they can feel. They want to f- okay, music makes you feel something, right? That's that music makes us feel something. If you're listening to classical, you feel relaxed. If you're listening to rock, you feel energetic, blah blah blah. Mm. I feel like majority of the time you want to feel and like stronger than you are, for example. So if 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 I'm walking on road and it's dark, yeah, like you want to feel a bit more aggressive. I don't know, like, so you might listen to something that's a bit more upbeat. Do you know what I mean? Um, no, I get where you're coming from. If you're driving, you you might want to feel a certain type of way, so you play a certain type of song. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's what music outside of the whole Christian circle does. Whereas Christianity, not Christianity, but Christian music, or gospel music, whatever you want to call it, it's it's meant to uplift you and empower you all the time. Do you know what I mean? That's why, mm. I, that's why I like gospel music. But I don't feel like, it sounds weird, but I don't feel like people want that all the time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you, people don't go outside thinking, oh, yeah, let me listen to this because I want to be a- empowered. They listen to it because I want vibes. I want this. I want that. And majority mm-hmm. of the time, that comes from music that isn't from the gospel realm, if that makes sense. So it almost lacks range, what you're saying. But then... Would you say range? Yeah, range. So, like... It yeah. lacks personality. I would... Some. Some do. Some, some do. Some do. Some of some are, some are like I don't know. Some are just, you, some are, some are nice, but they're the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why is it that even when a gospel song is really good, it still doesn't get the views that a good worldly song will get? Because of traction. Because you have to remember, like worldly music, the back and behind it, especially in this day and age, you've got things like social media, um, what's like Twitter. Um, you've got people that share their Spotify playlist, you've got radio if you're driving, all these radio stations and stuff, they won't play it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, people won't talk yeah. about it. So if you know yeah. the song, it's either because you searched for it or you're in some sort of chat that shared it, you clicked on it, you liked it, so now you're you're following that artist. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. like majority of the time, majority of the songs that I like know, say like that are not sort of Christian songs, I know it because I've seen it somewhere, be it on Twitter or... Um, say I'm I'm driving and the radio comes on I'm like rr this person's got a new tune and I might go on Spotify and add it to one of my playlists. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's I why I feel like it doesn't get the right traction. I think. Do you, but do you think the visuals have anything to do with it? Because what tunes have visuals like that though? <laughs> Gango. Ah, right, hold it. I'm gonna touch. <laughs> right, I'm gonna touch. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Go I mean, hold out, hold out. Music has a really good nah. visual. The only no, artist good. I know that does visuals that. And by the way, I don't really like using the term gospel artist. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, I don't know. But anyway, the only, the only, only artist I know that does visuals is like Governor B. And like consistently, when I say visuals, not like mm. one or two off. I'm talking about yeah. a lot of songs no. will have Lecrae. visuals tied to it. Lecrae tries. No. Lecrae will... Okay, we'll get to the US after. Let's yeah. stay in the UK yeah. for now. No, but, but, no, but the reason yeah. why... The reason why I feel like they have less visuals is because what they're talking about, there's only so much they can do. Because bear in mind, I, like, really, I, I think they don't have visuals because, in all honesty, visuals cost money. No, yeah, not, not listen. And most listen. of the artists here are funded by their churches, and those churches fun- and and don't a lot of the artists money. aren't. They're not. They're not signed to massive record labels where mm. there's going to be a big market. It's going to be a yeah. big advancement. It's going to be a big no, budget. But- like. Dutch Avelli and and Stormzy and um, uh, Tion Wayne's video, that video cost nearly thirty racks to make. Thirty mm. racks to make. 
gospel videos are not like rude respect. Let's be honest. Like, I don't, I don't think they'll spend thirty bags on a video. No, nah, they won't. You know what I'm trying to say, no, but no, but of course they won't. But now it just comes down to what you need to record. Like, what visuals do you need? So, like, like bear in mind, at calls, Governor's got his visuals for um his song, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He's found something that makes sense for his song. It just means that now the other gospel artists haven't developed enough for them to see at calls. I need these visuals. These visuals are going to help my song blow that much more. Because nah, I, I, I don't agree with I'm that. Not gonna, yeah. Pardon? I don't agree with that. I, I, yo, that, that, that's on you. Let's touch on something, yeah. I, I feel oh, like man. that video you just mentioned, yeah, it don't look 30 racks. So I feel like they were charged based on who they were, don't you think? Mm. No, no. Bro, majority. Videos like that, video that looked 30k. It's not necessarily in the video, it's the people. Oh, do you mean that the project? The props, the... everything. Every, like from beginning to very end, There's it was no around way. 30 racks. I'm telling you, bro. It all comes down to what visuals you need. Like some of the visuals that a gospel artist will need, a mainstream artist does not need, like they don't need that. You know what I'm trying to say? They don't need the same type of stuff. Because I'm just going to drop it now, but because if you go into Maverick City now, sorry, what do they really do? They're in oh, a yeah, room. no, but you can't, you can't compare Maverick They're okay. just in a room. Ma- Ma- Maverick, Maverick City, that, that's their USP. They're always going to be in a room with a bunch of people singing songs. That's like, that's, 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 that's who they are. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect Maverick City to make this massive music video with video like, production, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you don't, if, if, you, if you do see it, it's almost like, raw. this is different. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. like, your everyday sort of artist, okay, now we're in the US, let's go to the US. Your everyday artist, like, for example, um, your Lecrae's, Andy Minio, your and KB's, Trip Lee's, all of these sort of American gospel artists that are like really, really big and stuff. They'll have visuals that are that are sick, and I feel I feel like that's because the market in the US is number one is a lot bigger. Um, mm. It's a lot more accepting, I think, and I feel like mm. I don't know. They're almost there's a thin line between like hip hop culture and like gospel rap. In, especially in America, I think. And yeah. I feel like they kind of step in between both lines, so they're kind of in the scene a little bit, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 I do agree. I do agree. Because um, gospel in gospel in America, it's a, it's, it's a key genre. So, like, if you were to list out, like, genres, if you were to list out gospel artists, they're main artists in that country. Um, I think I spoke to some. I spoke to someone from the US. I think like Maryland. Um, spoke to someone from there, and they even said like, "What well, I think I mentioned are oh, there's gospel music in the UK, but it's not mainstream." Like they're like, "Oh my gosh! Like seriously? Like why?" Um, <laughs> 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 no, like they'll, no, they'll, they'll proper stop. So I'm thinking like, "Yeah, like what?" But they're saying like, "No, it should be so normal," and it's mm-hmm. understand the accepting thing. But the reason why I don't feel people accept it is because if I'm to ask you now, how many gospel songs do you see from UK artists that they're talking about the love of their life? Like, they're talking about the love life. Where? What song? On his new album, Everywhere and Nowhere, there's a song by his wife. I'm sorry, I didn't go that deep into the album. It's hard hard to differentiate if they're talking about God or their love life. It's (laughs) really difficult. (laughs) Know, like, but, like, yeah, they don't really like, share. They don't really share personal. 
whenever whenever they are speaking about anything, it's about their struggles in their face, if anything. And I think that's, that's what that's what's it, most relatable, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. No, but it's relatable if you're like if you go to church, like if you're a Christian and so. But now, if you don't, like you've got nothing to do with God. Like you're no, okay. Atheist. Actually, I, I, actually, actually, it's not. It's not it's not always it's not always about like struggles and stuff. I, a lot of it is, yeah, because boy, there's a lot of struggles on this Christian walk. However, just thinking about it now, there are a lot of gospel songs that are just uplifting and good vibes. Do you know what I mean? Um, for example, I, one of my favorite gospel artists, yeah, it's not necessarily a rapper, but he's Cody Khans. I feel like he's so mm. sick. And his songs are like yeah, some of them is about, you know, struggles in your faith, blah, 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 blah. Some of it is just a vibe. Chris Tomlin. Tomlin, sorry. Tomlin? Tomlin? I don't remember. Tomlin. But, um, yeah, Tomlin. Absolute legend. And I feel like his songs as well, I mean, he, his catalogue of music is so broad and so wide. Like, it's not just about struggles, do you know what I mean? But I don't know. It's just it's just one of those things. No, but, but see, you know... Go on. After you finish... No, that, no, no. Okay. I, I was, I was going to ask a question, but go on, finish, finish you. Finish off. But do you know what's interesting about what a lot of these people that you're mentioning, if you look at their lyrics, say, but their lyrics are Bible verses. So in my opinion, like when they even making these songs, it hits a different way without you realizing because the, spirit, the spiritual back into it is crazy. Like what they're singing isn't even them singing their own lyrics. They're singing the Bible. Mm. So when it hits, like it hits differently. Yeah, it's true. You'll be uh, like, yeah, this band is good, but yeah. On on on, on that I note think then, they, yeah. Um, Big, big, big. Let's chill out, yeah, because I've rebranded. It's Charlie, yeah. Charlie, sorry, Charlie, I think Charlie, Charlie has a point. <laughs> Forehead built like a Um, listen, I'm just analysing the conversation. I, I honestly pin it down to people in the UK just being afraid to express themselves, especially in the country that we're in, because mm-hmm. it's not to say that gospel is not big in the UK. It is. It's just we're listening to people from abroad. And I think people in the UK, there's there's never really been that person that could just stand out and say, this is what it is. Back then, I would say when Lecrae and J-Dolph and A-Star and all these people started coming out um, with like gospel rap and whatnot, it was a thing. But someone had to start it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When someone started it, everyone jumped on. So you had all these artists popping out of nowhere, so much so that most of them were being played in like our youth group space, let's say. But you kind of see over the years that the genuine ones are still grafting and the other ones just disappeared because they saw that 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 particular genre wasn't really as popping as um, the newer ones are nowadays. And I feel like why I said in the beginning, gospel doesn't really have a personality is because people want to express themselves, but not in the space that the Maverick Cities or the Cody Khanses or the Kurt Franklins would do it. A, maybe because they don't have a choir in their church like that. And number two is because they just want to fit in with what the, the actual vibe of the country is in. So hence why you have Gospel Drill now making a big um, a scene out of nowhere because yeah. they're just trying to jump on the newest thing, I think. Yeah. So yeah. Gospel don't really have a personality in the UK. I've got, I've got a question which I wanted to ask, but this is a great segue into it. I guess it's two questions rolled into one. I think the first one is, do you feel like gospel doesn't have an identity 
Okay, so example in the in the US, gospel is quite big because it kind of leeches the sound from different genres, right? So like you've got, I mean, the biggest gospel artist I can think of in my head is like you know the crazy Andy Mineo and all that stuff, yeah. They kind of leech <laughs> their sound. Who's from... Andy Mineo, by the way? Like, what's his? What's it's his all part of that one 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 six group, like Triple Lecrae, Andy Mineo, oh, okay. oh. KB, all of those guys. Yeah, like, yeah. He's he's actually pretty sick to be fair. He's a white guy. He's 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 I'll go sick. and I'll go and listen to him. Nah, check him out. He's he's dope. Um, but do you feel like they, they've kind of expanded because they've taken the sound from like rap and American rap and hip hop rap, Facts. which is massive. Yeah. Whereas whereas here, I think maybe we don't. Okay, maybe it's not as big because we don't take the sound from genres. And is that because we're I guess the second point of the question was, is it wrong to listen to worldly music? Because if it's wrong, then that will make sense as to why people don't... Gospel hasn't really evolved into this mainstream genre of music, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think the best way to articulate this here, um, I feel like the UK just hold back in general because that same app that Mango was talking about the other day, I, I joined in Clubhouse, a discussion about why UK R&B isn't as big as it is in America. And it's simple because I feel like people are just afraid to be the first to do it. Uh, or they are afraid to be the first to just jump out. And I don't know if it's a fear of rejection from the audience or just simply, you know how everything in the UK is, yeah, UK is what they're doing in the US yeah. and you're yeah. big. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think there's that aspect to it. And if you are jumping into like rap, in a, in a way to express gospel, then I think that's just the way that most of these artists feel comfortable um, doing it. And to, to be fair, obviously, like Lecrae and, and his his group of what is the Tripoli and, and and them guys, they did re- they have received their fair share of criticism from Christians, and they've even spoken out about it. How like Christians, you know, oftentimes question their music videos, um, saying that like parts of it look like the Illuminati, like the way that they rap is not, you know, it's not considered as gospel. And it's because of the sound, because like an unbeliever can listen to a Lecrae song and they won't even, and at times they might not even think that or notice that it's gospel because of like uh, the, the instrumental. And I think because of that criticism and that mindset that if you use certain beats or if you have a certain melody, your music it's considered as worldly a lot of uk artists have tried to stray away from that so they don't receive the same sort of criticism that they've seen bigger artists like lecrae and trippy face the like the reason why i would find something like that annoying is because what makes so like what makes it gospel then is it what is being said or the instruments being used because yeah it's a a big debate that's, a, that's something to ask yeah. you, um, Mango, as an artist. Like, what do you consider gospel? Yeah. you're a gospel artist, like, uh, so, what do you, what's gospel to you? Uh, so, the gospel is the word of God, is it not? It's not no instrument. No, but in music. Mm. In, 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 music? in music, for me, gospel music, for me, uh, there's, it actually comes under genre. So, there's gospel music and there's, like, Christian contemporary um, music. Um, of course, Gospel music itself tends to be more worship and praise. And then CCM, contemporary Christian music, tends to be like the motivational things, the ones that will 
like push you um like so that's the Chris Tom that like your catch Chris Tomlin and like his vibe is CCM now praise and worship you're getting like the William McDowell's that's the that's the different um, type already if you realize yeah. the reason why both of them are classified as Christian music is because of what they are speaking about the essence of the word of God is behind what they're singing yeah so, <laughs> okay, so bear this in mind. <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> that laugh was questionable. <laughs> no, bear this in mind. Bear this in mind. The first thing is, any can, um, if I'm right or wrong, any person can preach, like, preach the gospel, right? Mm. I'm not talking about being a minister or anyone. Like, just talking, just, about, just, just talking yeah. about the word of God. Yeah, anyone can talk about the word of God. And what, so now, subject to who it is, is it saying that it's not the gospel or not? If someone was preaching something from the Bible, mm-hmm. like word for word, mm-hmm. can you say because that person is not a Christian, that it's not the gospel? I think it's more so about the spirit behind the person. Sure, it still is the gospel. Yes, it still is the gospel. Yeah, because anyone can quote it. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, Are they Satan was quoting lyrics. That don't mean it was the gospel. Yeah, he's not an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, what, Usher, a deacon. No, but you know what I mean? Because like I'm like, just I'm going off the back of what but yeah, you said. Yeah, um, land your point though, Gemi. Um, we're playing devil's advocate. I don't, I don't think it's no, yet. no, 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 no. I completely, I completely understand. But now, so it's what? Okay, there is what they are saying, and because you're not going to touch on if you're not touching the spirit. Okay, the intention of what they are doing. Some the problem that comes in that people are quick to judge someone that okay they may not be a Christian, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, say you can't do that. Yeah, but how yeah. can you say you can't do it? You need to wait. Yeah, because like if like if you are to like bring up that thing of okay, Tasha Cobbs and Nicki Minaj, ah, boom, they made a track. Everybody was quick. Like people were getting onto Tasha Cobbs, but my mind, you can't do that yet because you don't know what's happening. That's literally trying to say that someone because they they can they're technically trying to say that someone could be so far gone from Christianity, and because they're so far gone, they can't come back and do. The work of God, like, sorry, didn't um, the Apostle Paul do the literally exact same thing? He was literally so far gone, but then he flipped the script. No, but I think you, uh, by the way, I, I do agree with you, by yeah. the way, but I think with, with the Apostle Paul example, he he crossed the fence and then started preaching the gospel. He wasn't on the other side of the fence and trying to preach the gospel. I think any, you're, you're right, anyone can, any, anyone can preach the God, like, God used a donkey, right? God can use anyone to do anything, God is God, right? Um, but I think the, for lack of a better word, the issue that some people might see is, it's like, if said person is saying X, Y, Z in their lyrics, passing, um, inspirational words of faith and trying to uplift them in their lyrics, but then Mm. their next music video is them doing bus it, bus it and going low and then shaking their bunda, then it's like, Mm. Where, where where does the where does the person that's listening to it stand? Do they are they like raw? Like they can't. They, you can understand why one can be in limbo from that point. Yeah. At one point it's like 
hallelujah, praise the Lord, and then it's, you know, let it drop, make it whap, that's a whap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> so like, in, the, in, the, in a case like that now, so if someone is going to choose who they listen to, I understand you might like one song, right? You might like one song, cool, 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 great. Then the next song that you see, like, okay, this person, this is a complete contrast to what they listened to before. You realize that this person, at cause they're not all, they're not their music isn't the music that should be listening to. Like it's everything. Some of the things are a test of time. You're not mm-hmm. gonna know straight away because there's gonna be context to why a certain song was made. Like. So you need to wait. Who's this person making a gospel song? Why are they making this gospel song? How long do we have to wait? But th- th- that's subject to look on um, how long it takes for them to convert, mm. if they are. Do you, Do you think that? Because from from what from my understanding of gospel music, people use it as a form of worship to God, right? Mm-hmm. So like you're almost when you're when you're singing a gospel song, especially when you're singing to the masses and not just at home by yourself. Like you're kind of taking up that responsibility of being like a min, like a like you're ministering the like you're ministering, you're meant to be ministering life to people in the form mm-hmm. of worship, like a worship song. So then, if someone who is has clear is clearly undecided about their faith, is ministering that to a group of people, like then that can I can understand why people may feel as though that's a bit problematic. Because it's like, what are they really passing if they're not yet, if they haven't yet made that decision to follow God? And then, yeah. In your opinion, shall I say, should a Christian listen to world music? On that note. Go on, T. So when I first converted, I made the decision to stop listening to most types of worldly music. Especially like Bashman. Um, certain songs with songs with swear words and etc. I I think I mainly just spent time just listening to gospel music because I needed to purify my mind. And then, as I started to mature in my faith, I started to realize that although I'm free to listen to any type of music, it's if music is not going to be if it's going to if it's going to affect me then i won't listen to it or if it goes against what i believe then i won't listen to it but i personally and this is just my personal conviction it's not like a rule or anything i won't i i won't listen to music that has like vulgar messaging in it so like whack i wouldn't listen to songs with loads of swear words in it because i don't feel comfortable listening to that type of music and it's helpful to my walk but I don't think that there's any legalistic rule as to what, as to whether or not you should listen to secular music or not. But I think that you should be wise about what you listen to because it can impact the way that you think. And you can think. I pick on something? Sure. Can I pick on something real quick? Sure. Um, what do you think about Afrobeats? I'm not. I don't have an um, opinion on whole genres. I look at songs and case by case basis. Because so um, I can't, I, I, can't I, just, like, I can't just put all Afrobeats. You can't group them one, all in one. Yeah, yeah. no, I understand. No, it's because Afrobeats they're really, really intelligent. Some of them could be talking about something incredibly vulgar. I'm, I'm personally not. Yeah. And to and to be honest, if if like I, I can't understand what they're saying, so that doesn't impact my faith. That doesn't impact the way that I think if I can't understand what they're saying. 
But the spirit behind it, though. The spirit? What do you mean by the spirit yeah. behind it? Like, so, like, the same way that... <laughs> the same way a person, okay, that isn't of faith, um, like, you look will touch on the thing of, how can they be passing this message because they've got this responsibility of passing the message of faith on being that sort of example. If you now, you're saying that, okay, you listen to specific songs of a certain person, like, if their message is a message it's not, or they are known... It's not be, gospel, though. It's not gospel music. No, but when I'm just trying, I'm just to, trying to say that. When I listen to gospel music, I want to receive a spirit. Like, I want to receive the spirit of God. When I listen to secular music, I'm just listening to it because it's good vibes, because it's good music. Like, I'm not, okay, I'm I'm not looking <laughs> to receive any sort of spirit <laughs> from it. So I'm not trying to catch any spirit. So <laughs> if I feel like I'm listen to the song, I'm going to change it. But, yeah, I don't group genres together. I think, I I think Tolu... Totally hit the nail on the head there, man. For me, it's, it's about... The way I, I see it is I don't really group genres either. I see it as if I like a song, um, I'll check it out. If I, feel, if I feel very uncomfortable listening to that song because of either it's too vulgar or it's too promiscuous or whatever, then I just won't listen to it again. But then there are some songs, like there are some Afrobeat songs that are like literally just good vibes. If I can't understand it, then I can't understand it. I mean, but until someone breaks it down to me and if they're saying, you know, something really, really promiscuous, then okay, then I will listen to it. But my palette of music is is very, very broad. So I don't ever like group it like, oh yeah, I will listen to this, or I will listen to that, I will listen to blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll, one day I'll, I'll be listening to someone from the UK and next day I can be listening to like Steven Tyler. Do you know what I mean? From from Aerosmith. It's it's very, very broad just because I like the music. That's, that's <clears> what it is. I think. But yeah, I am very picky with what I listen to. Um, I do try to make sure that everything I listen to isn't like distorting my mind anyway. Like I couldn't listen to Cardi B's, um, for, just as an example, I couldn't listen to that WAP, WAP song because it's just, it's very, very uncomfortable. But what's the point? Mm. Yeah, like what is actually, true. Like, what is the point? Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's very, but then again, for example. There's feel good music and then there's just. Yeah, there's, there, is, there is like, for example, um, Oh, oh, the example just left my head. It left my head. Doesn't that mean? Doesn't that mean that it's a particular song? So yeah, it was a, it was a full good secular song that um, I listened to, but this God's plan. Man said God's plan. I think it is. I think it comes down to yeah. It's just it's just really the reason as to why you're listening to something. Of course, Reggie, you touched on it earlier on. Like if you're walking out, I'll say more if someone's running. If you're running, your people listen to like let's say heavy hitting music to help them on their run or whilst they're inside of the gym. Um mm. and it's just making it's just making it so that you have the right music to fit the mood mm. or fit mm. the moment. And then once you've gone past that, it's it's done. Cause really and truly, when you, if you go to a wedding, you're actually hearing the, the most um love songs for a hot second. And then it gets into a moment where in the wedding reception, it's the party mode, then the music, it's more jumpy, it's more jumpy, it's more jumpy, it's more jumpy. <laughs> Guys, you know what, Zoom, yeah? And <laughs> people are changing their backgrounds. <laughs> so the reason why I asked you guys about the, the music thing is because I, I feel like music is one of those things where when you're trying to walk on this journey with Christ, it's very, very... 
Like people have various different opinions. Nothing is ever black or white with this because you've got some people that will say, don't listen to anything, only listen to gospel music, blah, blah. And I wouldn't ever say that they're wrong. And some people might say, you know, they listen to a combination of both. And I wouldn't ever say that they're wrong. I feel like it's down to one's conscience. Like at the very beginning, I remember when I started, <laughs> when I started this journey, yeah, and I was going football and my coach used to pick me up. I was like 15, 16. My coach used to pick me up from the station. And I was so radical. When he, he would be playing like Kiss FM or Capital, or whatever. And whenever I heard a song that was like obviously secular, or whatever, I would just start like singing gospel songs in my head mm, just to yeah. block it out. Honestly, I, I was sitting there like, no, I can't, I can't sing the lyrics. No, no, I can't sing the lyrics. I can't sing. No, 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 no. And I think the song wasn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the song was like mad promiscuous it was just it just yeah, wasn't so a gospel song let's say yeah mm-hmm. um but i remember sitting there thinking no nah. i was like pray- i remember god's, god's my witness i was like praying like god no the music can't be in my head the music can't you be in my head and it just starts getting worse and it got to the point i was and then i feel like as you grow on this journey and you become a lot more mature you kind of know what affects your conscience and what doesn't like there are some songs where I stopped listening to when I started my walk with God and I still can't listen to it until today whereas there are some songs Shame today baby. like I couldn't listen to before I might listen to it now I'll be like I kind of get the lyrics or I might I, I get this or this is might be a feel good song or I might use a song to go running or I might use a song to play football whatever it might be like there, there are certain things that I just I wouldn't have done before that I guess just becoming more mature you kind of understand mm. or you kind of get a bit more of an understanding as to what that song meant or what, whatever it might be. So I feel like when it comes to music, the reason why I asked the question is because I wanted to see where, how you guys kind of stand on it. Because for me, it's more so about my conscience. If I, if I listen to a song and I just feel very, very uncomfortable or the video makes me feel very, very uncomfortable, then I won't watch the video and I won't listen to it. But there are other songs whereby I might listen to it or I hear it on, on the radio or whatever. I'll be like, oh, this song's a vibe. Add it to my playlist and I just start vibing to it. So it just yeah. depends. And like that's, I was... that's interesting. Why is it interesting? Chats me. It's interesting only because the way in which you're saying it is more than saying that whatever song you listen to, it's back. It's back down to the lyrics, and it's similar like a background knowledge of what that song means, and hence why you listen to it. Def- so if there it are, is def- that... definitely there are there are songs where um like. For example, there might be a UK song, yeah, where I'll be listening to, um, and that song might have like a swear word in it, or whatever. But if the person's telling a story, say like they're telling a story of their journey, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like they might have grown up in this environment, they might have went to prison, and they're trying to change their life, right? Whatever, like they're they're telling a story through their music. I'm a big fan of storytelling, so I will listen to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I understand that. Do you know what I mean? But then there are some songs where it's like. For example, I heard um, uh, what's that guy's name again? Uh, Keisha Becky guy. I can't forget his name. Oh, Russ. Russ, Russ Millions. Yeah. Oh, Russ. Millions. Okay, yeah. For example, when that song came out, I, I watched the video. I listened to it, and I was like, "This song doesn't really serve a purpose for me." Like, can't lean it, man. Can't lean. Like, it doesn't really serve a purpose for me. Do you know what I mean? So I just, I just don't listen to it. But there are some, like, for example. Um, Potter Paper, who's a is a UK artist. He recently came out of prison and he kind of like changed his life around. He used to be a, like ex criminal, blah blah blah. 
And he's got a song on one of his albums called Purpose, and it's about finding purpose. Basically talking about how he was involved in that lifestyle, selling drugs, doing all these things, but then he found purpose, telling everyone, go find some purpose. Some of the vocabulary that he uses isn't the best, but that song, it t- paints a vivid story of his journey. And it, yeah, it, res- it resonates a lot. And f- the fact that he lived like very, very close to, to me, it's like, rah, like I-, I get it and I understand it. And when I listen to it, I'm like, rah, this song is lit because I actually get the song. So for me, it, it depends, do you know what I mean? The substance, I feel like substance is the key word. Songs that have substance, I-, I-, I gravitate to a bit more. So does that mean gospel music in the UK doesn't break through the way it should do or hasn't yet because of substance? No, because it's a lack of substance. Full of, it's full mm-hmm. of substance. It's just very poorly in the UK. Actually, I don't, no, I don't that, even think there's that. a lot of choice. Like no, when yeah, I think I mean, about, but when I think about the gospel, like Christian artists in the UK versus the amount of Christian artists in the US, it doesn't compare. Like I can count on my hands the um, UK artists that I think really produce good music and regularly put out good music versus in the US you have a wide variety of artists and I think when you when the when the market is so small like that of good quality Christian music you sort of it's it's very it's very very difficult to like to really love the genre and or to, to love the scene versus like you know in like if we think about worldly music we have so many artists to choose from Whereas, like, versus Christian artists in the UK, you only have a handful of really, really good ones who, who are producing good music, you know, who are producing good music regularly, putting out albums. Like, there's not a lot. And a lot of them sound we're waiting for one. the same. A lot of them sound hey, the same. You know what you did? You actually sparked something that's really interesting when you compared the comparison of Christian artists in the UK to the ones in the US. Only because the ones in the US, not all of them are actually even mainstream. Yeah. And we make them mainstream. Pardon? It's like we make them mainstream to an extent. Yeah, to yeah, to an extent. Yeah, because there's because I I just realized there's actually some that are so like they just it's random. Like they won't like these are ones that won't even be verified, but you know that they're gospel singers. But now in the UK you'd have this, like you'd have these gospel singers, but they don't release something and they keep it in-house. Yeah. So like they'll be there. They would they would have written their song. They'll do they'll sing some ooze and ask praise the Lord on Insta Live or um, mm-hmm. put up a video, but then they won't release stuff afterwards. And now you wonder why you have so many secular music options compared to Christian ones because those who are Christians don't release it. Yeah, and you can't just release one song a year and think that you know everyone like your views are going to be up there or. You're gonna have a strong fan base. You have to mm. be releasing music quite regularly for people to be like, "Yeah, I like I like this guy. Like, this is someone I, I I'm I'm gonna but to, but, up to it." Yeah, but to constantly be releasing music, you need money. You have to remember that because, again, streams are something that oh, people can oh, live off. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, what do you think about? Do you need money to release music? Because Cordout Music, Music literally records songs in his room. Like, he has the whole setup in his room. No, but... Can can I can I can it sounds so good. One room, order, order. Okay. <laughs> He's talented. He's talented. He can yeah. produce, write, sing. 
he's telling some people can just sing or some people can just rap. They can't mix, master. They can't. They don't have a recording studio in the house. When you're signed to a label and you're a mainstream artist, all of these things you don't pay like they don't come directly from your pocket. It's, you go to studio every day. You don't come from your pocket. You can artists sleep in the studio. Don't come from their pocket like that. But when you're making music and you're not signed, you don't have a big backing from a big label ever. <laughs> well, if I was a gospel artist, I know who I'm going to for my funding. So we can't sit here and say that there isn't money in this market because there's money in this world, bro. If you think about this, it would it would have been interesting for us to talk about gospel jewels. No, if. if like, no, wait, let's get there. Let's wait. We'll hoping. get there. We'll get, okay. we'll get there. If you really think about it, yeah, um, if we're talking gospel music in the UK, it banged because it matched what the hype was at the time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? If I go on that video, like yeah. their main video, it's gone to the millions, millions yeah. of views on YouTube. Yeah. And... And the visuals were good. Like the visuals were, the visuals they were, were decent. That's the, 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 they weren't amazing. You could tell they didn't spend so much money on like the visuals because yeah. some of it was in church, some of it was in an apartment. It was, it didn't need much. The lyrics oh, wow. weren't as compromising um, as you would imagine them to be on that type of beat. So again, I really do feel like we are waiting for the, for just that one. If they didn't have that reputation that they do now. They, they would have gone a lot further than they would have. Do you know what I mean? If there was a group mm-hmm. separate to whatever they were a part of, yeah, I definitely yeah. feel like that would have been a group that would have went further. Because they even they even ended up on, I think it was BBC One Extra or Fire in the Booth or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, they, they were going places. But again, it's, the, it's, it's what they attached themselves to. And it's not their fault, but it is to an extent. Do you get it? So like, do you guys like know any other gospel drill artists other than the ones? Not at all. But that's not at all. They there. were the first to do it. I do it. Well, I know of there's them. a lot more out there. There is in like the yeah, in the UK there's people like Canola, T Supreme. Like there's deep, there's these people. They are very oh, like Sandals. No, you're you're serious. You're not serious. <laughs> Like if like the like in my opinion, the best place if you're not actually fan gospel drill, um, and actually like, see people doing it, it's on like yeah, gospel we don't need to... oh, Okay. It's not. It's That's not. It's not. It's not mainstream though. That's the thing. Okay. Like we're talking mainstream. That okay, main... song that no, I'm mainstream talking about no. went mainstream, and that's because somebody had to do it. Now I feel like <laughs> people behind think? them. Are not going to jump on because of the criticism that they received. Yeah, what do you think made them go think, viral? Though, like, why was it so well received? The beat was sick. Mm-hmm. There was a dance with it, mm-hmm. and that was all that it took. Mm. And there wasn't. Was it wasn't bad. There are some gospel songs that when they do try and become, it's like begging. With it. Yeah, not yeah, begging. Do it, do it well. You can't. You can't execute it the way that the world executes it because the terminology, the the way that the world does it, it's it's there's a recipe and unfortunately the recipe requires some sort of vocabulary, requires a certain type of video with certain types of females doing certain types of things or certain types of guys mm. wearing certain types of things. You can't the be so then it doesn't become as convincing. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's my opinion. On it. I don't know. And maybe I think at the time it was the controversy surrounding the song. Maybe. But the beat, 
the, the the it was just catchy. I feel like it was catchy. It went across platforms, and there's two things: people are afraid to follow it because of the criticism that they received, and they just don't want to seem like oh you're just copying them. I feel like that's what happens in the UK. There's always a bit of judgment after you've done something. Oh, that's been done before. Oh, why are you trying to be like them? This doesn't suit you. You don't have the look. It's just a bit mad. Whereas America, it's not about that. If you've got talent, you've got talent. You know, you know nice, what I mean? Nice. You see, but, and I think, like, just to add on to that, because you're mentioning when people say, ah, you think you're this, you're, you're doing that, you're doing that. Um, people in the UK, well, artists, they listen too much to what people will say. And because of that, it ultimately puts them down. So if they had one track and they released that track, not enough people liked it or people criticising it, you know what, nah, man, I'm not doing this. We rarely have people that have consistency and I feel like that's the, that could be the problem within the gospel industry within the UK. It lacks that consistency. Yeah, you could say um, Cool Art Music has his studio, etc., etc., inside of his house. Listen, at T, that is money. That it's- is money to actually get. With, no, that is money. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind for the programs that he's using to then having a mic, to having a mic stand, to be having that keyboard, to to all the things that is money. So it's that there's huge investments that need to be put mm-hmm. into the craft. Mm-hmm. Like if it is that yeah. Apple's he's producing his music. He had to learn how to do that. Like there's investment in it. If you don't, yeah. that's whereas you you lose out on more money. You will make less songs. You can't invest in your craft. No, literally, you have the investment in craft and small, small. That could be where the error comes. Mm-hmm. Um, with UK artists, not per se that it's they don't have the money. If they don't invest in their craft. Yeah. Well, uh, cool. No, um, I hope that was that was useful um, for those listening. Uh, mostly season two, episode one. Wanted to touch on something that it's very opinion based. Um, I think if I was to leave anything for people that are listening, if you are in limbo about this topic or anything like that, I would say like really listen to your, your conscience and really listen to what your conscience is telling you. Sometimes we try to run away from the conscience because it's happened, I'm sure it's happened to all of us. We might be listening to a song, yeah? And we know that this song is sitting very uncomfortably with us, but then we're like, we're still trying to vibe to it. You know that, have you seen yeah. that image when it's like the person's dizzy, but then the person's still dancing and the caption's like, when the song is sick, but your spirit doesn't agree and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a funny picture anyway but it's one of those things whereby you really have to be attentive to your conscience and really see okay is this song right for me or is it not and if you find it hard to discern then honestly like there's nothing wrong with listening to like some good old solid gospel music man because yeah at the end of the day we're on that journey do you know what I mean guys check out music coming out soon um <laughs> yeah. uh, music coming out soon album coming out um you're looking to change the game in the UK with gospel music but yeah you'll all see that when it's out cool okay so Mango please um make us more prayer for us my god in this very moment we present every single person in listening to you and let it be from the choices that they make with their music you give them guidance 
because the ultimate aim is that if they're going to listen to anything that is gospel, Christian music, your spirit is being passed to them. Something which will ultimately bring them closer to you. So give them this discernment of what music they should listen to, what is there to help them, my God. Protect all those listeners in which we have. Continue to guide them and let it be that they grow. The same way that we're trying to pass life through these words, let it be the music that they listen to pass life as well. This is what I pray, this is what I ask you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Guys, it's been a pleasure, it's been a blessing. Family and Podcast Season 2, Episode 1. Thank you guys for listening. See you soon. Speak to you soon. Ciao. He has left the family meeting. Apex has left the family meeting. Mango, Prince, whatever. Yeah, what if you know it is? You're gone. I've left. And Charlie left when it was time to make a prayer. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>